Welcome to Don't Tell Baba, the conversational podcast with Middle Eastern flair. My name is Shireen and my co-host is Noor. And today we're going to be talking about relationships, kind of. <laughs> I am so excited for this episode. I know that this isn't like a brand new concept. I know that other podcasts and YouTube channels have done this. But I think that we might have a hot, fresh take on some of the posts on our relationships, which is a subreddit. Yeah. First of all, all of our takes are hot takes. And second of all, <laughs> second of all, we also just wanted to do something fun because yes. some of the episodes that we had been recording were kind of heavy and we were like, okay, we need a break from this. So yes. it's not it's not like very Arab centric, but we're still Arab, so it counts. It does count. Also, we might, I don't know, we might have suggestions of what Baba might say about what some of these people are doing in their dating lives. Yep, that's, well, Baba would say, why are you dating? Where's your PhD? Why are <laughs> you a doctor? Time. No, not to his, to his daughter. <laughs> okay, maybe there is something to talk about, but. There you go. <laughs> okay, so you um, are in charge of finding Reddit posts. I think you're more. Um, you're better at Reddit than I am. Uh, so I'm actually a huge fan of Reddit, which I think surprises people sometimes because it's just, it's it's like a black hole of mm -hmm. the web. Yeah. You are, I mean, it's no 4chan, thank God, because I don't think I'd be able to handle that energy. God, no. Right. Uh, but there is some 4chan-y content that I, you know, bump into sometimes. But mm -hmm. there's so much on Reddit that's valuable and important. There's writing communities and reading communities and Middle Eastern communities and our relationships, which is my bread and butter. Oh, my God. Our relationships, um, I've probably been on it like once or twice out of curiosity, and it's always kind of a shit show over there. <laughs> it's such a shit show. I'm always like, what are you guys doing? I'm like turning into the baba where I'm like, go get your PhDs, girls. <laughs> what is this? Oh, my God. Um, so we're, we're going to start off with this one that I found. The title is uh, 16 Male. Mm -hmm. I'd like to ask a girl out, but mm -hmm. I don't know which one. Now, before I read the fairly long description um, that this kid wrote, I'm a high school teacher, so I want to imagine myself legitimately like sitting down with this kid and having a heart to heart. Mm -hmm. I'm just baffled already that he has so many options. Like, <laughs> mashallah. It's a lot more than we ever had. Yeah, we had a big fat zero. This dude has like... <laughs> 15 so yeah right okay so 16 male i'd like to ask a girl out but i don't know which one uh this is by you slash tic tac attack which is spelled t-i-c-t-a-c-a-t-t-k okay the reason why we feel safe um kind of sharing the usernames is because this is not original creative content this is information that has been placed on a public forum uh, requesting public response. And this podcast is a public forum in which we are responding publicly. <laughs> this dude didn't ask for it, but here we are. So tell us about <laughs> what is this child's problem? So this child says, not sure if this is the right place to put this, but here I go. 
So I was close to these two girls two years ago. We'll call them S and N. I'm not oh. even joking. No, shut up. They are not called <laughs> S and N. <laughs> Wait, when was this written? 2010? <laughs> no, no. This is current. This was posted 57 minutes ago and is already controversial. Oh my God. Okay, keep reading. I want to know what's controversial about it. Okay. Since then, we haven't had the same classes and have drifted apart, but we're still really friendly. I used to, and still do, flip between crushing on S or N with different strengths over the two years and finally want to take action on my feelings as another school dance is coming up. I don't know who to pick out of the two, and I can't ask both as they are good friends. So there's a lot more. He elaborates on both of their personalities with lists of pros and cons. Can I just say something already? Um, yes. Uh, I can't ask them both because they're go both good friends. Dude, you would not be able to ask them both even if they weren't. That's just not possible. <laughs> my 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 son, my child, that's just not possible. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Get a response first. I mean, very honestly, I don't think that there's a problem with having multiple crushes or multiple options for no. partners if you feel like you're ready to start dating. But the fact that you're all friends, I feel like maybe just don't ask either of them out. Like, this is just my first instinct. Okay. Um, yeah, I actually agree with you. I think there is something to be said about protecting the sacredness of the friend group. Or I know they're not close anymore, but still, it's a sticky place to be. And he's better off finding someone he is interested in just like in that way and who doesn't have any history with another girl that he's also interested in. Yes, exactly. Okay. Sorry, so why, sorry. Why is this why is this guy like literally Archie Andrews from the comics? <laughs> okay, you see it too, right? Yeah, like this kid is literally Archie and S and N are Betty and Veronica, but continue. But with our initials for some very strange reason. I don't know. This guy's been listening to the podcast and he's already in love and he's <laughs> created this whole backstory for us, but we're like 27 and he's like five. So, oh, poor kid. Poor okay, kid. okay. So, here are the pros and cons, which I'm so excited about. Here are the pros and S of the pros and S. Here are the, <laughs> here are the pros of S. S is really extroverted, fun, and easy to talk to. She is hot-blooded and oh. assertive and is really charismatic. I love chatting with her. That's important. That's honestly really important. Mm -hmm. I love chatting with her, and we've talked about romance and crushes many times, even a few weeks ago, so I'm probably closer with her than I am with N. We've traded secrets, and I love her as a friend and like her as a girl. She's really perceptive, so she might know about my crush already, which worries me, but makes me admire her even more. Okay, first of all, this sounds nothing like me, so I'm offended. Um, <laughs> um, it sounds a little like me. It does actually. As as soon as as soon as <laughs> as, as soon as he was like, "Oh, she's extroverted and hot blooded," I was like, "Is this N?" Anyway. <laughs> Okay, here are her cons. Now, I want to preface this by saying a pros and cons list of human beings is not the ideal way to choose a partner, but I do understand it as a 
processing system. Um, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I really was. I was going to say this, but I was like, maybe I'll let her finish reading. I hate this. <laughs> um, this is not you comparing like two different types of TVs and trying to, or like two different laptops and trying to figure out which one you want to buy. Um, but also, this is like, this is classic sixteen-year-old boy behavior. So I'm kind of just like, meh. Right. Yeah, but we've also excused a lot of classic sixteen-year-old boy behavior that I think we could do better on. I mean, we are calling him out by saying that he one hundred percent should not be doing that. This is not like a sale at Best Buy, and you're not trying to choose between two flat-screen TVs because yes. it's it's like reducing both of these girls to like really two-dimensional people characters. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just yeah. like. Okay, whatever, Archie Andrews. What does he say the cons are about this poor girl who does not know she's being written about on Reddit? (laughs) This poor girl, I swear. Okay, so S is more than I can handle sometimes. That sounds like a you problem, TikTok attack. I was just going to (laughs) say Unlock the shit in therapy, TikTok attack. We don't have time for this. Okay, so... I get swept up in her flow and trip over my words or say something dumb and then cringe about it after. She usually brushes it off, but I'm secretly worried she remembers all the dumb, yes, and accidentally <coughs> insensitive stuff I've said. Yes, she does. Um, she's, she's also turned down a confession from a guy friend of hers who is a lot closer to her than I am, which makes me doubt my chances. That has nothing to do with it. That has has nothing to do with anything. That was a completely different guy. Is this kid okay? He sees everybody as like two-dimensional caricatures. Like honestly, it sounds like this kid is like super insecure. And honestly, tic tac attack, it sounds like you want to be the best version of yourself because you cringe about the dumb things you say and you're aware that some of the things you've said are insensitive. That sounds like you are in a prime position to continue on a journey of personal growth. But like I'm I'm down. Yes. But what he needs to do is practice self-forgiveness because in every social interaction any of us has, we flub it up sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's okay. And you know what? Like, I know we're saying like she does remember everything, but she probably forgets like 24 (laughs) hours later. It's fine. (laughs) Um, but Um, what I what I don't like because that's just like you have to learn when you're an adult to just forgive yourself and you just say I'll do better next time you move on right um this is true what I don't like is she's too much for me this sounds like a you problem dude you just need to I don't know uh be better than or let her you know free like let her be free for a guy who's not like intimidated by her like you very clearly are intimidation is a you problem not a her problem here's here's another thing that i definitely want to say people are on like different energy spectrums and if you're too far apart on the energy spectrum sometimes that works out perfectly fine and one person with more energy goes and does their high energy things and you don't have to be involved in that part of their life at all. You're not responsible for keeping their, I don't know, you're not responsible for their activities or their energy expenditure or their intensity. But if you feel like you couldn't handle it, that's fair. This isn't like a failing on your part, but it just means that it's maybe not a good fit. Yeah. I mean, and if you're self-aware enough to know that, then self-care is not putting yourself in a situation that will end up blowing up in your face. 
The last thing I want to mention about the cons of S is the final sentence where Tic Tac Attack says she's also turned down a confession from a guy friend of hers who is a lot closer to her than I am. Oh, Tic Tac. Tic Tac, you you (laughs) sweet fool. This has nothing to do with anything. Honestly, she would. She probably doesn't want to jeopardize her friendship with someone she is actually genuinely close with. If I have to hazard a guess. Or she's just not into him like that. There you go. She just just might not be interested in him. And your closeness in a friendship does not necessarily track to a happy romantic relationship. Yeah. And also, like, just because a girl doesn't like one guy, it doesn't mean she doesn't like all guys. Which isn't to say that you 100% stand a chance. Go for it. That's... It just means that you don't get to make the call of why somebody else was rejected and what she's looking for. Exactly. That's her call to me. But also, don't go for it yet because we still haven't heard about N. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Okay. This one's going to piss us both off, and I'm expecting a sharp inhale around the second sentence okay. or third. Are you okay, ready? Okay, I'm ready. N has many opposing traits to S. She's quiet and introverted and keeps to herself. There's something about her which makes me think of a small animal that I just want to hug and protect and Okay, love. hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, what, is, what the hell is going on in this She's pose? not a small animal. She's Do not- you want a small animal? Get a small animal. So I really, um, I think I have an answer to this child's question already. And that's, you need to do a little <laughs> more growing up before you start dating because you mm-hmm. are having trouble- Seeing women as human beings. It sounds a little bit like that. I At first, I was like, you know what? You're 16 years old and you may not quite have all of the language necessary to express yourself. But the, the, the direct comparison to an animal is, my dude, this is problematic. Yeah. You know, um, you've read Frankenstein, right? Yes, I have. Yeah, Victor calls his lady love a sweet summer insect at one point. And I wrote a whole essay about Ew. why I wrote a whole essay about why I didn't like that. The essay was literally called On Sweet Summer Insects, Treatment of Women in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Because I was not happy. So you can imagine uh, how passionate I am about this boy calling this like, I'm sorry. She- I honestly can can I just say I'll take the small animal over the sweet summer insect. Yeah, I but really I just, mean, I you you would because like Victor Frankenstein was like building people out of body parts. So that's like a whole other <sighs> can of worms. Um, but I don't, <sighs> I don't love this. I personally have never compared people to animals uh, in general. I mean, I've had those like conversations with people where it's like, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? And people tell you what you a would wolf. be. Yeah, you? I don't know. I would think more like a mountain lion. Thank you. I'll take that too. <laughs> yeah. I got. What told, are you? I got told hummingbird. <gasps> Which you're, oh I know, God, you're yes. obsessed with hummingbirds. Nuda's like a hummingbird <laughs> fanatic. I am so madly in love with them. And I had one in my backyard this year. And I full on, full on fell to the floor in tears screaming and Mike comes running down the 
Mike <laughs> comes running down the stairs in terror, thinking that I've like somehow injured myself. And I'm just like crying about this hummingbird in my backyard. I remember that day telling you it's good luck that you saw it. I know. I love it. I love it. But yeah, so okay. I've, we've had silly conversations like that with people. I don't know if I've ever like texted you and been like, this person is such a sweet, defenseless little hedgehog and I want to protect <laughs> them. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so a little problematic TikTok. Uh, watch your language use when speaking about people in general. Yeah. But I'm going to continue here. Yeah, please continue. It took me a while to get her to open up to me, but she did. And now we can chat openly rather than her wanting to run away or ignore me. Mm. We're good friends. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Please continue. We're good friends. And she makes me feel confident in my social skills. In the same way, I love her as a friend and like her as a girl. Mm -mm. Mm. Um, She makes him feel confident in his social skills. It's funny Please because... Please don't date her. Because, Please don't date her. Yeah, because S makes him feel not confident in his social skills. Um, Can you just tell me and what the... And N is forgiving a lot, I think. She's maybe letting too much go. But here's what pisses me off. <sighs> she wanted to run away or ignore you. Now, maybe you might have perceived this as... Maybe legitimately N is shy and has a hard time making friends, and reaching out was the right thing to do. But when you say that somebody was trying to run away from and ignore you, but now you're all good, I feel like maybe you're not all good. Probably not. God, this poor girl. These poor girls. I'm like so supportive of them both, and I don't know them. I know them through a pros and cons list from relationships, but you know. Um, can you tell yeah. me what the cons to this girl are? Is it that she runs away when she doesn't like people? <laughs> okay. She runs away much like a full forest <laughs> creature would when faced with a hunter's gun. I'm losing my goddamn mind. All right, all right. Oh, cons of N. Oh, I'm in tears. I've attempted to show my interest in her a few times, and either she's incredibly dense, rude, or doesn't know how to respond, or she's not interested and she doesn't know how to let you down, my dude. Yeah, it honestly sounds like that. Like, as a woman, I can guess that she's probably just like, if I ignore this, maybe it'll go away. It's most likely the latter. Mm. And my attempt, as my attempts, no, my dude, you're spelling, check it. (laughs) (laughs) It's most likely the latter, as my attempts have been fairly obvious. Due to this, I feel my chances aren't great. I'm also worried that if I do annoy slash offend slash make her uncomfortable, she'll never speak up and tell me what's wrong, as she'd rather bear it than bring it up. That is fair. That's considerate, actually. Mm, Yeah, okay, I'll give him that. Like, he wants her to speak up and let him know that he's making her uncomfortable. However, tic-tac. My dear, Uh, that's not up to you to change her personality. And if you feel like you might be making uncomfortable, might be making her uncomfortable, you might want to pick up on nonverbal cues. 
I was just gonna say that, like, I bet there are things about her body language or tone that are indicating discomfort, but this kid's too busy, you know, creating his own Archie Comics-esque, um, you know, situation in his mind, and is completely ignoring it, so. I can see why this is controversial. I can. So I get it. is he basically asking our relationships, which girl should I choose based on the pros and cons? Is that what he's saying? So there's there's actually, there's another paragraph that I, I think we should read God, to get a better chi- idea. This child is writing the great American novel. Get, like <laughs> We have been kind of filling it with commentary, to be fair. I know, but still, like F. Scott Fitzgerald, who? What is, what, what now? What now? <laughs> he's a little... He's a little Fitzgeraldy. He's a little Fitzgeraldy. Well, that's a whole other issue in and of itself. So, um, like, I'm I'm getting a really sweet vibe from this kid. I honest to God think he wants to do his best. I honest to God think that he is well intentioned. I just feel like there are points worth addressing and improving on. Oh yeah, I do think he's well intentioned. Like, um, I'm just roasting the shit out of him because. Because he's on our relationships? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, where are his... Why aren't any of his other friends intervening in this? Why no baba? Where, yeah, where's his baba? Like, go talk to his dad about this. What does the last paragraph oh, that, say? I, I do apologize, though, for assuming that everybody on the internet has a father or father figure available. That's true. It's... um. We, this is a this is a jokey episode, so I think everybody. Yeah, knows we're that. so sorry. <laughs> everybody, I know we're just messing around. Everybody knows that we don't mean ill by it. Um, so, what does the mm-hmm. last paragraph say? <coughs> sorry. Okay, I won't be in high school forever, and considering how much we've drifted when simply not being in the same classes, I know after high school I'll have missed my chance. So I'd like to take a shot, but I don't know who to go for. I like them both equally. So don't tell me something like, it doesn't matter what internet people think, it's your choice, as I genuinely want to hear your opinion on which relationship can be converted into a romantic one. Too long didn't read? I want to ask one of two girls out, but I like them both equally and want to hear an outsider's view on which relationship can more easily be converted into a romantic one. More easily, huh? Interesting. Let me just write that down. Welcome to therapy, Tic Tac. <laughs> yeah, welcome to therapy, Tic Tac. There's a lot to unpack here. Frankly, I'm tempted to just not unpack and throw away the whole suitcase, but we will unpack. Actually, um, what is your view on this situation? I feel like I have a super clear-cut response. What's your response? Tic Tac attack. You don't like either of these girls romantically. You don't want to be with either of these girls romantically. I don't even think that you are necessarily ready to date. But if you do feel ready to date, maybe seek somebody outside of one of these two girls. It sounds like they're the only two women you've honestly really spoken to and that your feelings of friendship might be dramatized inside your own mind. Mm -hmm. I was going to say the same thing. I don't think you should date either of these girls because one, these girls deserve a guy who see them uh, as more than just like two-dimensional caricatures uh mm-hmm. they deserve you know guys who don't compare them to like scared little animals who are so cute um or frightening women who are too much 
Well, I, okay, here's the thing. Like, it's like there's a spectrum that people place women on that really pisses me off. Like, just yep. in the grand scheme of things, you're either like really meek and shy, or you're like an intimidating monster. And how will men ever love you? And you hear things like "God help your future husband" all the time. I'm speaking. From I personal hear experience. "God help my existing husband" on a literal daily basis. Yep, there you go. Um, so we're either <laughs> one or the other. We're not really given the luxury of being three dimensional and sometimes being, you know, a fearsome sight to behold. Sometimes, you know, being more soft. We're just not given that luxury. Um, and he's doing the thing that I hate. You know, it's kind of like it's a more complicated or not complicated it's just a different version of like the you're either a virgin or a whore you know what i mean like there's there is no wiggle room for women they just slap a label on you and they ship you off to the factory so the the or to a husband well it's a man factory (laughs) um and yeah so you know and it's just it's just frustrating to me this kid also, I think, is being premature about being worried about high school ending. He's only 16. Doesn't he have, like, a year or two left? At least. Yeah, so, like, what is the panic? A year or, t- a year or two in a teenager's life is a ton of time to mature and be a little more emotionally intelligent. Like, there's no rush. And honestly, dude... You don't have to date in high school. You date when you're ready to be a good partner. Not the fact that people feel like they're on schedules is also one of my huge pet peeves. Like when people say, I have to have a child by this age, I have to be at this point mm-hmm. in my career by this age, I have to be married mm-hmm. by this age. It's incredibly unhealthy. Society just made that shit up because they love to shame people. That's it. Has anyone ever sat back and thought, who decided when the correct age was? Back in the 1500s, you had to be 15 with a child. Like, oh god, yeah, because you were like dead by 17. <laughs> you got like freaking you. You got the consumption and died. I don't know. You, like your intestines just exploded as as you know Small as they did back then. But no, but so I'm just saying, is- like it's all. I'm saying the schedules were based on like a, a funny mortality rate that just doesn't exist anymore. That's 100% true. And I completely agree with you. And it's not just that the schedule is bullshit. Kind of the timestamps are bullshit too. You don't have to have a relationship before you leave high school. There's absolutely no rule anywhere that says that if you don't lose your virginity by a certain age, you are doomed to be a virgin forever. That's not true at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, I do also want to say another reason this this boy is, I don't think he should be in a relationship is because he genuinely is approaching it from which is easier. And yeah. And and women are not like some cool like lock picking challenge for you to attempt. <laughs> it's literally he's just like I have a bunch of lock picks and two locks. Which one do I unlock? Like that's not the way it is, dude. Like he's completely disregarding um everything about them. Like he you don't know once you're like actually inside like a person's like, you know, very close inner circle like who they are. And speaking of who they are, when you are this young, you don't have a very strong sense of self. It would do this kid well to get a better sense of himself and educate himself about women 
and then circle back yes. to this issue because he will be saving himself a lot of pain. I don't think he has to date in high school just for quote unquote experience. There is no such thing as experience. Everybody is different. Every relationship is different. Every relationship will have challenges because you are a person with someone different. Like it's yes. Yes, because it's not like it's not like I'm a scientist, right? When I do an experiment once, I can apply concepts from that experiment to another one. I've never been able to do that with people in in any sense, like friendships, like professional relationships. That's just not the way it works. If he is it's more not. mature, if he becomes more emotionally mature, he will actually it will be easier for a different way, in a different like for a different reason. And it'll be a better experience and you won't develop any of, I guess, the baggage that comes from repeated, how do I say this? Just from- It will be easier when you walk in with a clearer idea of what you want out of a relationship and what you would like that relationship to look like for both people involved, not just for you. Um <clears throat> There are a few comments on this. Mm. Someone says, my opinion is if you can't choose, you probably shouldn't ask either of them. Hell yeah. And then Tic Tac Attack. Yeah, for sure, right? Tic Tac Attack says, why so? I've got nothing to lose and I miss 100% of the shots I don't take. If I don't ask either, I'll regret it for a long while. Or you'll meet somebody else who you have that instant romantic click with. Also, wait, what? I have nothing to lose? You're talking about you do. people. Wait, you're talking about You have two people. friendships to lose. Yeah, you are talking about people. I don't like this kid anymore. I know we said that he was like approaching it from like, you know, he wanted to make a good decision, but he actually sounds like he's kind of a douche. And I want both of you. You know what? <laughs> um, these girls should feel free to seek out other guys or, uh, you know, seek out each other uh, romantically or otherwise, because this dude sucks. He straight up sucks. So I did tell him on his post that this is being responded to in a podcast called Don't Tell Baba and Tic Tac Attack. Maybe you suck a little, but from a teacher's perspective, sweetheart, take a seat. Some of the things that you said in your response are problematic, and I know that you've been called out and I know that you've responded and I see that you don't want to hurt anyone, which is good and important. Please do not compare women to animals. Please do not compare women to food. Please do not compare women to clothing items. Please do not compare women to any inanimate objects. And please do not compare women to any non-human living creatures. Um, that's a really good place to start, I think. And from now on, when you consider a relationship or the possibility of a relationship, please be aware that the other person's equal and enthusiastic interest and consent is the single most important thing to remember. Yes, I agree with that. Um, well, here it's time for Shireen's uh, novel corner because I, I've read a lot of really good articles about why we should be giving romance novels to teenagers. And this is actually like a prime reason why um, mm -hmm. one of a great, one of the great failings of, of our educational system is that there's no focus on emotional intelligence, right? We've kind of 
thrown that to the side. I know that some schools are kind of getting back into it, you know, when kids are really little, teaching them about like consent and feelings, which I think is more important than like math or whatever. Um, so one of the great failings is that we don't teach emotional intelligence. We don't try to, you know, encourage it or we don't, we don't let people know that it's important until it's too late. Right. Um, yeah. So an easy way for you to kind of experience feelings and stuff like that from kind of an outsider's perspective with like a degree of separation is to read a romance novel. They they do contribute to like the development of of, you know, emotional intelligence. There are tons of good articles about there. I can send over a couple of links for us to put in show notes. Um, Could you actually please do that? Yeah, because it is it is something that's very widely discussed in the romance novel community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can think of at least one article in particular that was definitely making the rounds as to as to why like as to why we should be doing that. And I think to both girls and and boys and you know non-binary Everyone folk, else. like any whatever whatever you identify as, I think. If there is a novel out there for you, and sometimes it has to be for you, right? And and I understand Mm -hmm. that representation is – we're kind of in like – Crucial. It's it's crucial and we're on the uphill slope point um, Mm -hmm. in in Mm -hmm. romance specifically. But if you can find something that interests you and has tropes you enjoy, I promise you will come out of it a little more aware of emotions and people's reactions and feelings. Um, so to this, I, and to this guy, maybe you don't want to read them in public. I get it. Whatever. Uh, buy a Kindle, use your iPhone with the Kindle app. My dude, uh, I promise you a girl <laughs> in the future will be very happy that you did that. You can tell them I for saved your sure. life. I will give full <laughs> credit for that. But for real, he should not, he should not ask any of these girls out. He's just going to jeopardize, um, a friendship. Yeah, don't jeopardize your friendships. Friendships are so important. Like, I don't know who decided in this world that they're not as important as other kinds of relationships, but they are. It is an unconditional, it's an unconditional kind of love with absolutely no strings attached if they're good friendships. And like, absolutely, like, enjoy and love that. Like, and here's the thing. This is also important. Just because you've been becoming more distant between the ages of 14 and 16, it doesn't mean that these people are going to leave your life after college. Like, Shushu, you and I, in March, when I came to visit you after not having spoken for ages, we started a group chat with a bunch of our male friends from high school, all of whom were exactly as lovely and wonderful as we remember them being. And we had a great time. And we haven't talked to any of them since then. I mean, the love is still there. Yes, it d- also the ages fourteen to sixteen is such a rough time. In I can speak so from rough. experience and say it's a rough time in a girl's life. So um, it's a rough time, period. Yeah, and it's probably it was a rough time in TikTok's life, and so like that's just a consequence of growing up, dude. Like treasure your friendships. It's really hard to make friends as an adult. So. Just, you know, love yourself and go read some articles about feminism, I feel like. Yeah, that's a good idea. 
that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Read some articles about feminism. <laughs> yeah, read some articles about feminism. DM me on Instagram for romance novel recommendations, and I will change your life. Also, thank you so much for you know giving us content right now. But reach out to the responsible and mature adults in your life, whether that is a parent figure or a teacher or a an uncle or an older sibling, just somebody who's been through the same things. Not everyone on Reddit is well-intentioned and not everyone on Reddit wants you to grow. And some people could take your, could take your growth and where you're at in life right now and try to radicalize you towards I don't know, like the incel community, for oh, example. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, this is a whole other can of worms. Um, we're not opening. We're not. We're not opening. You go read articles about feminism and read romance novels. Don't get into that. <laughs> we're literally saving your life. <laughs> we're we're doing our best. We're yeah. doing our best. Anyway, thanks for the contents, TikTok attack, and I see your message on Reddit and. I will send you this episode once it's out. Yeah, please don't get mad. We are actually just trying to be funny. We feel your pain. Being a teenager sucks. We really do. It's hard. Being a teenager sucks, dude. I get it. It really is the worst. And they get such a bad rap too. Like I was uh, I was in a class full of students and they were in like the 10th grade. So some of them are like already these massive human beings and some of them are still these tiny human beings. And all of them are like, oh, trick-or-treating is going to be brutal. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why is trick-or-treating going to be brutal? And they're like, oh, people are going to be so rude of us. People won't give us candy. People will like throw us out. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, oh, people don't give teenagers candy. I'm like, what? You are small children. (laughs) Literally, you are small children. My God. I can't believe it. Like, people, give teenagers candy. Give teenagers the exact same consideration that you give other people whose amygdala hasn't formed yet. And honestly, like, growing up is such a scam. Just like, (laughs) it is. Just like, be yourself, dude. Like, forget, like, all of these weird-ass milestones that people force on you. Okay, so, Shushu, I found another one that I want to read, but I'm... I'm going to do this. I'm going to read it in one interrupted fell sweep. Fell sweep? Fell swoop. One fell swoop. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going I'm to read this in one fell swoop, and then we can decide at the end of it if we even want to touch this with a 10-foot pole or, like, edit it out. Okay, fine. Just go for it. Me, a 21-year-old male, and my 19-year-old female girlfriend had sexual relationship I'm guessing asexual relationship with no, my no, 47. 47- Wait, what? Continue- I'm sorry, I cut you off before it was with what? <laughs> <laughs> with 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 my 47 year old stepfather, and I have no clue how to repair dot 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 anything. Sorry, can you read the question again? Because I think I my brain just kind of fizzled, like there was a short circuit. A little bit. Yeah, me too. Uh, Me, 21 male, and my 19-year-old female girlfriend had a sexual relationship with my 47-year-old male stepfather and have no idea how to repair anything. Um, 
Keep they're, reading. They're, wait, they're 18, 19? Yeah, 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 everyone here is legal. 21 and 19. I still want to call the police. Keep reading. Okay. This is very strange, and I do not know where else to post about it. I am ashamed and freaked out. I am both looking for advice, I guess, and to vent. Some background. I am a 21-year-old bisexual male. I have a 19-year-old female girlfriend. I'm finished with college and moved back in with my folks this summer while applying for jobs and to save money. My girlfriend has no real family and ran into income issues being away at school and moved in late summer. I also live with my stepfather, 47, mother, 45, and younger sibling. I've always... I have, like, always been both in awe and have a crush on my stepdad. Mm. He's, like, hyper-masculine, very large and muscled guy. I'm also really into, like, cuckold stuff, but was always a fantasy. This summer, it was clear that my stepfather and girlfriend both were attracted to one another and flirted. My girlfriend and I would get each other hot and bothered by talking about her fucking him, but it was all in the realm of fantasy. So in late August, we were drinking, and it all just kind of happened. And my stepfather and girlfriend fucked while I watched and joined in a little bit. I admit it was super fucking hot and I was very into it. For the past two months, whenever my mom went out for work, which is often, they would fuck and I would watch. It was like all my fantasies coming real. As weeks have gone on, though, I feel more and more conflicted about how fucked up all of this is and how it has changed our relationships. My stepfather clearly sees me much differently and his attitude is much different towards me. I'm also terrified my mother will find out or my younger siblings and destroy my family. My girlfriend shares the same discomfort and fear about how this has all gone. We have talked about stopping it, yet every time my stepfather comes around, they still fuck like rabbits. Afterwards, we both feel like shit, but both admit the pleasure at the time is awesome. I have no clue what to do. God, I hate this so much. God, I hate, like... 19, I know 19 is like, quote unquote, an adult, but they're not adults. So I hate this shit. I'm going to punch their stepfather in the face. So this is, and also, uh, like, it's so easy to completely disregard this, but there is another woman in the equation. 100%. And that's frankly, very, very frankly, the only issue I have here. Oh, I have many issues. (laughs) <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah so do you want to go into it or do you want to just kind of say um I'll, I'll read you i'll read you a comment that i like on this thread jerry springer is on youtube <laughs> you all should go <laughs> because that's the most positive thing i can say about this sorry bud but you're gonna have to cut off your stepdad instantaneously if you hope to fix anything and hide it all your poor mother You know, thank you to this person for saying your poor mother, because yes, the poor mother. Um, I am not really into this, which is uh, stating it lightly. It's such an abuse. Mm -hmm. It's such an abuse of power on a 47-year-old man's part. It is an incredible abuse of power. Um, And so the, the power dynamic is so, just like the power balance is so skewed here the financial reliance is what leads me to believe that there is a power dynamic at play however i would like to specify that all people involved here are attracted to one another and the sex is it seems consensual 
as it happens. However, regretting something afterwards and then kind of going back to it, I have to I have to question if there's something we're not being told here. And also, like, just because a person is into something, it doesn't mean it's right or they should do it. That's called impulse control. So the, yes. the thing is, like, yeah, they're really into it. They're thinking it's consensual, but there's so there's a lot we don't like the cheating is not okay. The cheating is not okay, but I also betraying your mother is not okay. No, but I also want to say this is a father figure, which means that the power dynamic is already imbalanced. Okay? That's true. And that is just completely unacceptable. This 47-year-old man should know better. You want to be a uh, you want to be a like 19-year-old teenager with like one functioning brain cell? That's your right. <laughs> you want to be an adult and still allow this to happen? That is completely unacceptable. I because this is a stepfather, I would go I would toe like the line of calling it almost abuse because I'm just so not into this at all ever. I get it. Um, I get it. But isn't, and I, I really hate to say this because this is also something I'm not into, um, any like family stuff. I don't get it. I'm not into it. It doesn't do anything for my libido, but I know that it's a thing and I don't want to kink shame, even though I, I have a hard time with this. I do. I have a hard time with this. I have a hard time accepting this game. Nude, we're allowed to kink shame things that are crimes in real life. But with a stepdad, is it a crime? It, it, yes, this is any, no, yeah, for, I'm, I, first of all, we don't know um, if this dude just like married the mom or if there was like an adoption in place or whatever, but in any case, he is a father figure officially Yeah. through some document, okay? Yeah. I don't know if he adopted this kid or not, but it doesn't matter to me. We're allowed to kink shame things that are literally crimes. That's true. Taboo is a really big thing um, in romance novels. I guess I'm going to keep bringing romance novels up because this is our relationships. <laughs> but they count. <laughs> uh, but but you know, it's it's a really good way of like seeing. I don't know where something is culturally. So taboo is like a really big thing in in romance novels. I will say I definitely don't see a lot of um, incest based fiction. Or I specifically don't seek it out because I love myself. So that's why I don't so see every it. Time, every time I have opened up Pornhub for the past, I want to say, like six to eight months, every single time, the entire front page is stepfather, stepdaughter, stepmother, stepson, step-siblings, step-this. And I can't, like, I can't watch porn because I'll then be like, you know what? I'm going to ignore the front page and I'm going to search, you know, my normal searches and I'm going to go into that. And then it's like BDSM, kink, stepfather. No. I was actually having, uh, I had this conversation with a couple of people where I was like, I'm so tired of like incest being in popular media. Like it was in Game of Thrones. And I was like, I don't. Yes. And I was like, I don't like this at all. Um, So. You know, I, I was talking and I was like, you know, I feel like, and so it was in Game of Thrones. I'm sure it's in like other shows. I don't know. I definitely was not. Game of Thrones popularized it. Game of Thrones certainly popularized it. And like, 
It's time to expose myself as trash on this podcast. I really love Jamie Lannister, so it pissed me off that there was like no redemption arc of getting out of a mutually abusive relationship. Um, okay, hang on. I've read the first book and then I couldn't continue because it just broke me too much. I was just too sad afterwards. Mm -hmm. So I haven't read the rest and I haven't watched the show. But Jamie Lannister is like the prince, the son of Cersei. No, no, no. No, he's his, he's Cersei's brother. He's oh my God! I will never forgive you! Well, I, okay, first of all, go watch season three of Game of Thrones and then circle back to me. Okay. <laughs> um, because they're, they were actually placing him on a redemption arc. Oh, okay. All right. And fine. then they took it back because, and then I remembered <laughs> why are white <laughs> men writing shows? Anyway, um, so, so, you know, like Game of Thrones certainly popularized it. Um, and the only way it would have been acceptable if it had ended in, in that relationship ending or being framed as terrible and negative, which it was, right? Sure. Um, yeah. And even within that relationship, the power balance was completely just like bucked up. Um, of course. Because Cersei is Cersei and she's very manipulative and she loves horrible. She loves threats. I don't know. So Game of Thrones popularized <laughs> it. And I was and I was telling my friend, like, I would rather we replace incest with some other kind of taboo. Um, and you know my opinion on this. I think it should be religious I taboo do. that we replace incest with. Right, but I'm pretty sure that there are people out there in the world who would be exactly as offended by a priest and a nun having sex as they would by a step-parent and stepchild. Um, To those people, <coughs> I want them to maybe, you know, sit in a quiet room and think about false equivalence, because one of these things is a lot worse than the other. One situation can be framed to have two consenting adults, and the other situation is always going to have a very uncomfortable flavor that you can't shake. I'm sorry. Incest adjacent is still incest to me. A father figure, even a stepfather, stepmother, whatever, they are playing the they should be playing the role of a parent in a child's life, which means they should be a safe Don't touch space. them. <laughs> Don't touch them. They should be a safe space for the child, however old the mm -hmm. child is, as a yep. parent. You are supposed to be yep. a safe space for a child. Anyway, throw the whole stepfather yeah. in the trash because <laughs> honestly, like expose his ass. So, why does his why does his mom have to stay married to this fool? So okay. I hear you and I hear what all of your problems are and I completely understand, but even not doing that deep dive, this is problematic to literally everyone because cheating and because betrayal of mom. And the only person that I feel bad for here from my perspective, and I know that we're not going to see eye to eye here because everyone's an adult. The only person that I actually feel any sympathy for is the mother and the younger siblings. I feel the most sympathy for them because, like, God, imagine being the like, imagine being that woman, the mother. Like, no, this is just shoo shoo. What? I was having sex at nineteen. I was having very fun consensual sex at nineteen. I knew what I was doing at nineteen. I had significantly more than one functioning brain cell. Um, I, the, 
Nude, it was not with a parent figure. No, no, obviously, obviously, that does make a huge difference. But I'm that makes that the makes girlfriend all the perspective. That that makes all the girlfriend. Okay, the girlfriend though, she needs to go to therapy. Like, yes, thank you. I was talking about I the don't... dude here, um, where in the incest problem lies. For the yes. girlfriend to um, be an accessory in this, she needs to go to therapy and unlock some shit. Okay. Everybody in this situation needs to break up and go sit in a corner with a therapist for several months. Yeah, and 47-year-old stepdad, go die. Try therapy, but then if your therapist says go die, do that. You know what? I'm uh, This dude just, like, canceled himself for me from the get-go. <laughs> He's an adult. I'm sorry. I get it. I get it. I, I hear you. I see your perspective on this. Um, and this is another example of us not quite seeing eye to eye, but I think that both of us were made thoroughly uncomfortable by this. Yes, this, oh my God, I almost feel like this person made it up for, for points. That was one of the very few comments. It's like, this isn't real. Like, this can't be real. Like, this is but real. Here's this is the not thing. Real. I, I get it. And I understand wanting to think it's not real, but I also like to take people's experiences at face value and then be a fool later rather than not believe someone and be a fool for not having believed them. Do you know what I mean? I guess. I mean, I guess this is not really a high stakes situation for us to like where we have to believe the person or else, um, which is why I think people are comfortable being like, this is fake. But what if it's not fake and this person is now sitting there being like, not only did I come here for advice. But I'm being told that my entire situation is something no one has ever seen before, uh, which means that I am so thoroughly wrong that I am no longer worth the attempt to grow or improve myself, which is not true for anyone, I don't think. Oh, no. I, I, we were fully criticized. I was fully criticizing the stepdad here. I think there is manipulation at play. I, I think there's manipulation at play. I think there's a power yeah. imbalance at play. I think a grown man, and again, I don't consider 19 to be that grown. I think a grown man needs to get his shit together and stay away from, from like young people. Just period. Stay away from them. I don't know. There's a lot to be said for older men. Not married ones. I was just, nude. not, okay, look. I'm not anti-older man. In fact- it's a trope that I sometimes look for specifically. Um, I love it. Yeah. Like, but these older men usually are not stepfathers or father figures of any kind, and they're not married. That changes everything. It's it's not the age here. I really don't think that anyone's age is anything. Everyone in the situation is an adult. Um, and I want to work under the impression that everyone in this situation is an adult. But I will give credit where it's due uh, because of the financial situation, the familial relationship, and um, the fact that they're th this guy is fucking married. Jesus, go to... When I criticize his age, it's more that he has uh, enough life experience, I think, to differentiate right from wrong and have some kind of impulse control that a 19-year-old may not have. Unless all of his life experiences have rewarded him for following his impulses and he's never been held accountable or gotten into trouble. So, okay, cool. He lived the experience <laughs> of like every man on earth.
No excuses. Yeah. I hate this. I'm shutting I'm shutting the door on this. Everybody replace All right. everybody replace your weird fascination with incest with I don't know. Everybody just recognize the inherent eroticism of the Catholic Church and shut up. <laughs> and if you fail to find the inherent eroticism of the Catholic Church, um Maybe look in a dungeon. Okay, there are tons of other religions and fun niche things you can look into. It doesn't have to be incest. So My much. God. So much. Yeah, nude, so many but kinks. Nude, but nude, like, so the Catholic Church is uh, only erotic in concept and not execution, obviously. We're talking on a strictly fantasy basis. But you could have a Catholic Church. Usually. Dungeon. You could have a Catholic Church-themed dungeon. Anyway, I don't want to go into that. Yo. Okay. Okay. Uh, save it for We're your co-writing that save one. Save it for your book, anyway. You continue. <laughs> All right. So um, this one is on our relationship advice, mm. um, not on our relationships. So we've we've jumped subreddits because I accidentally clicked back to my homepage, and this was suggested for me. That's fine. So my I'm a 22 year old female. Oh, yes. So my boyfriend, who's a 25 year old male. This is written by a 22-year-old female. Mm-hmm. Is upset is upset that his childhood crush is getting married and pregnant. So, me and my boyfriend have been together for over a year. I knew from the start his quote unquote relationship history, which was essentially non-existent except for a very short relationship about three or four years ago. However, he really empa- emphasized, he really emphasized a girl we will call Amy. How did he emphasize her? Like, talked about her a lot? I'm guessing, yeah. He probably, like, um, when telling her his relationship history, he probably, like, kept harping on about poor Amy. Sounds like she dodged a bullet. Continue. All right. They were close friends in middle school, and he fell in love with her when he was 14. Oh, that's a hard time to fall in love. Being that young, it's really intense. What an unsteady time in someone's life. Yeah. Okay. She always denied him, but mildly sexually was involved with him nonetheless so i'm guessing mildly sexually is like uh, a little bit under the shirt a little bit under the pants nothing really comes off that's what i'm guessing Mm -hmm. i'm not he refers to her (laughs) he he refers to her as his first real love and talked about her a lot at the beginning of our relationship which i thought was weird but he is a very nostalgic person aka refers to people he hasn't seen or talked to in years as close friends anyway he hasn't seen her in around seven years and hasn't spoken to her in a few years as well they aren't even friends on facebook then they're not friends But a few months back, he mentioned he saw she was engaged. He seemed a little bummed, but not surprised because she's engaged to the guy she started dating when they were still friends. So it sounds like it's been a long relationship, Mm -hmm. over seven years. Now he told me that Amy announced her wedding date next month and that she is pregnant. Since then, he has been incredibly distant and been looking at old pictures of them more often. Okay, this upset me. I admit I am not nostalgic or sentimental, so I have trouble understanding deep connections to the past. But to me, it seems ridiculous to be so hung up on someone. One, you never dated. Two, haven't talked to or seen in ages. Am I out of place for thinking this is weird? Where do I go from here? Then there's edits and updates. Um, The edit says, thanks for all the feedback. I'm happy, I guess, to know I'm not alone in finding this odd. And then the update is, 
I tried sitting down with him to discuss his emotions and he denied them. He says he's not sad or distant or nostalgic. This frustrated me, but I told him to come to me when he is ready. I won't wait forever for this conversation, but maybe he needs a couple more days to get his head straight. He's also starting a new job Monday with a lot of people his same age, so I'm hoping he may find a friendship there to help him feel better. Thanks for all the replies. I think I have an idea of where to go from here. Hmm. I have, um, I'm a very nostalgic and not nostalgic. I hated my past. I'm a very sentimental person. Um, yep. but I, I also, am too. I also think there is a line between being sentimental and having something, having those sentimental feelings impact your day to day life. Yes. Because, you know, I what, I, you know, I get sentimental, but it's always like five seconds where I'm like, oh, remember that thing? But then I just completely move on like like it never happened. So I actually don't move on quite as quickly. So I think that I can give a little bit of perspective from this dude's perspective, which is not what I normally do. Okay. You, why don't you do that? And I will chime in with the girl's perspective. Amazing. That sounds perfect. All right. So... I am super sentimental. I have everything that was ever given to me by anyone I ever loved. I have diaries that I shared with friends. I have every gift that my exes gave me. Not that there were like a hundred exes lying around. <laughs> um, there was one semi-serious, high school level serious. Mm. I don't know. I loved him. No, I know. Um, relationship in from grade 10 to grade 12, actually. So mm -hmm. two years. Yeah. And when I find stuff that he gave me or photos of us together or stuff that I used to like hide from my parents when I was 15 years old, <laughs> uh, I definitely feel sentimental. And it does put me in a funk kind of for that day. Yeah, for that day. Right. But it doesn't become an obsessive thing. I don't think it impacts my relationship with my husband. He's not exactly thrilled when I'm like, oh, my God, I found something my ex gave me. <laughs> I mean, it's not thrilling to him because he's not like that at all. Mm -hmm. um, but I find I find what Mike does weird, like not holding on to any sentiment, not keeping any photographs, not having any memory of someone who gave you happy memories and a good time. I don't get that. Yeah, I also find that weird, to be honest. <laughs> I keep everything. I, I keep... I love keeping like notes and letters. I even keep like post-its. Yes. If someone wrote me something nice on a post-it, I keep it. I keep a lot Same. of things. The thing is, this is like impacting this guy's relationship, which I think is the line that we are trying to draw. Um, I think what I really want to figure out is why he thinks, because I don't think he's lying, but I want to know why he thinks he's not feeling sad. Well, Nude, I don't think it's so much lying as not having come to terms with it. Yeah, but why not? Why hasn't he come to terms with it? Is it possible that he's legitimately still in love with Amy? Like, is that even... Seven years later, do you think it's even possible to still be in love with someone you haven't seen in that long? Mm, no. No, I don't think so. No, because, dude, they were, like, never actually together. Like, what he has, like, he can count on one hand the number of romantic encounters he's had with this girl. You have a girlfriend right now in front of you who... As an adult. Seem, as an adult who seems to invest in your emotions and worry about how you're feeling. 
but now they're starting to impact her negatively. I feel the first thing that popped into my mind when I heard this was couples therapy. Because I was like, hmm, yeah, maybe a mediator can crack this shit open. Because it is a tricky conversation. It's hard to have this conversation with no accusations flying, I think. He doesn't love Amy. He doesn't love her. I think probably he is romanticizing parts of his past, but that could be part of a larger issue. That doesn't necessarily have to do anything with his current girlfriend, but when he yeah. he's going through a lot of changes, right? People in his life are like getting married, whatever, having kids. He's starting a new job that's always really stressful. So stressful. Under when you're that stressed, uh, you it's really easy for you to romanticize how things were before. I do it. So do you think that that's what the funk is? He kind of found something and it was a trigger, but it was a trigger for like this well that had been a little backed up? Yeah, I mean, I think he just hung on to, the, unfortunately, the first thing that popped up that reminded him of his past. Because if he feels, you know, if you can kind of get a hold of something on your past and kind of cling on to that while everything around you is changing, you feel safer. I mean, she's absolutely right to be upset, though, because there is a lack of communication going on here. But he also, I'm guessing, doesn't have the language to express this. Yeah, probably. Um, I think therapy is a great idea. I don't think the relationship is doomed. I don't think it's that weird. I don't think that there's anything wrong with anyone here. I think that this is a slump. I think that it's a rut. I think that it's a little shitty. And I think that if you are both invested in making it work, that you absolutely could. Yeah, I mean, like, this is, yeah, the, I don't think that this relationship is doomed either. But I do think maybe it would be better if they had, like, a mediator to kind of unpack things. Because, again, this is a weird conversation to have when you start talking about another party. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a tricky conversation. Maybe someone to hold your hand through it. It might be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, a mediator is always a good idea. I don't know. It just, it doesn't seem that horrendous or that horrible. Some people have been commenting saying, uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Some of the comments are suggesting that it is weird. Some of the comments, most of the comments are suggesting that it's odd. I think it's misplaced anxiety. You know, but that's what I'm saying, right? Like he's nervous about all these yeah. changes happening in his life. So he's yeah. hanging on to whatever the hell popped up in front of him. But I do yeah. think it's, so she did mention though, that he is like overly sentimental in in her view, overly nostalgic. I do think that mm -hmm. is something that he could also stand to unpack because mm -hmm. your sentimentality and your love, you know, your nostalgia shouldn't really impact your life that much beyond like a day or two when something hits you. That's true. So I think I think everybody has a little something to unpack, but the um don't tell Baba consensus is you can work on it. <laughs> yeah, totally. If you want to. If you want to, if this is if she does not feel like putting in the emotional labor or feels like it's not worth it, then that is her decision to make as well. Exactly. And the same goes for him if he feels like he's not committed to this relationship. Exactly. Either. 
yeah, I feel like that was a nice cut and dry one. That yeah, that was very it was very good of us. Give us a scandalous one, but I'm talking like not criminally scandalous. <laughs> okay. The fight started with me being upset with something I had seen on his phone where he was being a little inappropriate with a female friend. He insisted that it wasn't what I thought. These messages occurred before our engagement, but we were already together. He was upset that I had looked, and I was upset because I had found something. I admit I was not my best self during the weeks after, and I was so focused on my own pain that I was unable to acknowledge his. A few days ago, he said he wanted to break up because he couldn't handle the stress of the relationship, and if a relationship isn't easy, then it's not not it's just not worth it. <laughs> We were together two years. We were engaged and we have an apartment together. I'm heartbroken. And the thought of throwing everything away after our first big hardship seems like a waste. He eventually said he would reconsider, but I feel pathetic for even asking him to do so. If anyone else was going through this, I would tell them to run. But it's so difficult when you are the one in the middle of it. Do I try to fight for this? Do I leave? How do you even start breathing again when someone you consider the love of your life decides that one big argument makes it not worth it anymore? Oh, it's too long, didn't read. My fiancé and I had our first big fight, and because of it, he thinks this relationship isn't worth it anymore. Isn't heartbreak the worst thing in the world? Yeah. I hate this guy. So do I. Uh, and I, I do think she should leave him. <clears throat> Look, two years is a substantial amount of time. I know people are like, two years is nothing. It's still two years of her freaking life. No, no, no. It's two years. It's yeah, two yeah. years of her life. And they're two important years, 30 and 31. Yes. Those are, those are big yeah. uh, changes. Big change years. You're actually starting to become a little stable because your 20s are trash. True facts. So trash. They're trash. I'm not having a good time. No, I'm straight <laughs> up not having a good time right now. Um, <laughs> so you're, and so 30s is when you're kind of like, you're like shedding that gross 20s skin, right? It's like. Ew, you don't want that. I'm anymore. so excited. I know. I'm just like, please let forget the 20s. They're awful. The expectations on people in their 20s, whatever, forget it. I want to turn figuring yourself out. Yeah, I want to turn 30 and become invisible. So thank you. <laughs> anyway. Um, but but I'm also like yeah. very noisy and outspoken. So who knows if it'll happen? So um I I want to like backtrack to the two-year relationship prior to the engagement. Um, I'm, yes. Because the fact that they never fought is already a red flag for me. Uh, Mike and I didn't fight much. We didn't fight much till we moved in together, honestly. Yeah, no, but they're like, they did move in together. They're still not fighting. Yeah, like how come nobody had a problem with like someone else's dishes or someone else's it mess? It means or- that one party is internalizing and probably giving off passive aggressive vibes instead of just communicating. Can I say that I suspect that it's him? Uh, yeah, it's freaking him. <laughs> it's definitely this dude. Um, so that's already a red flag. I think um, – disagreements and healthy discussions are a part of a good relationship. So when things are like, when the waters are too calm, someone is internalizing something. And that is a ticking time bomb as it ended up being. Yes, um, I agree. But I do want to say that it's possible for people to just not fight that much. They might both be non-confrontational or they might both be like super laid back and easygoing. It is 
I do want to say that it's a possibility. Never for me, and I highly doubt for you, because we have pretty specific requirements of what we like. But the thing is, dude, like the reason people don't fight is because I'm going to like just get into this right now. If people aren't mm-hmm. fighting, they their sense of self is a little soft. When you know who you are and what you like, disagreements will happen. Mm-hmm. I disagree with you. and Totally. But I wouldn't call disagreements fights. That's where I'm differentiating. No, okay. I would so okay. This is the thing. It's interchangeable to some people um, because every fight is born of some kind of disagreement. We call it a disagreement when they approach it like two adults and just talk about it calmly. We call it a fight when they yell at each other. So fair when whatever she discovered, I'm guessing warranted a fight if she felt it threatened so, the relationship. Here's here's how I'm reading it. I want to I want to I want to kind of draw this out dramatically the way that I read it. She kind of enters the room and she sees that his phone is right there. Um, and she picked it up. <clears throat> I already have a problem with this. Why are you picking up your partner's phone? Mm-hmm. That sounds like I have no idea where Mike's phones are ever. I don't know. I don't care. Um, and even when they are lying around wide open, Like, he has left open messages on a table, and I have, you know, seen that they're there, and I just don't read them because it's, I don't feel the need to. So Mm -hmm. my first question is, did you feel the need to? Did you think you might find something? Were you suspicious Mm -hmm. before you picked this phone up? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, I mean, maybe. So so we have two scenarios playing, one where you kind of just glanced at it and were like, ooh, fun reading material, which I get. Um, and option number two is, huh, an unsupervised phone, a good chance to find out if I have anything to worry about. Depending on which situation this is, I think everything else changes. In situation one, where this is entertaining reading and you find something you don't like and confront someone in a mature manner, he's the worst. In the situation where you were already suspicious, he feels, <sighs> either way, I think he feels like his privacy has been, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Infringed upon. Violated. Violated. Um, I feel like it was situation one, based on the way this was written. Like fun I think reading material? One. Okay, so let's go with that. I think she just, I think she just stumbled across it. Okay. Um, and the thing is, I'm sorry. If you're like being inappropriate, if you are um, cheating on your partner emotionally, physically, etc., or um, kind of on that path, and then you demand a right to privacy, you need to check yourself. Okay. Um, she didn't say cheating. She said an inappropriate comment was made some time no, I know. prior. I know, which is why I said emotionally, physically, or otherwise. What counts as an inappropriate comment? I don't know. I'm assuming it was something like sexual, whatever. Or or he's like a closet incel and is telling women to go fuck themselves. <laughs> 
In which case, Leave. girl, you run for the hell. Um, no, I mean, like, I immediately took it as something sexual or romantic. I didn't. Because I think that in a... You think he was... I think inappropriateness is super subjective. I think she was just trying to use a delicate word for it. She's presenting this in a very delicate way. Which makes me feel like maybe she's not completely innocent because I'm suspicious of being delicate. That's unfair. I mean, nude regardless. Look, I know some people are very private. I'm a very private person. I would never talk to someone. I wouldn't even, I, I, I'm sure I would even struggle with telling you specifics without trying to be delicate first. You would have to push it out of me. Some people are just very private like that. I get it. But then it's Reddit. Reddit. You're posting on Reddit. She's at a loss. It happens. Maybe she thought she could just get away with being delicate. But on a public forum, she has the right to try to maintain her privacy as of much as possible. Of course, of course. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's on Reddit a lot. And maybe this is like a way of, you know, stating it in vague terms so that he doesn't find out. I do want to say what the problem is here isn't what she found on his phone. It's part of the problem, but it's also the fact that he's like, couples can't fight. <laughs> Yeah, that's super fucked up unless, and I, I, I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit here. I am. Unless what she found just wasn't that inappropriate and he's like, for fuck's sake, will you please stop looking at my fucking phone? We're getting married. I love you. You are constantly suspicious of me. You've been suspicious of me for two years and I fucking hate living where I'm under constant threat and I can't text anyone anything and I just can't live my life and I can't leave my phone anywhere because you're just constantly snooping and distrusting me. Maybe that's what it is. Okay, you have created a whole backstory that we have absolutely no evidence for. We don't know that she's been suspicious for two years. And if that was actually his problem, he didn't vocalize it. He told her couple shouldn't fight. He's still at fault. He was upset. He was upset that I had looked and I was upset because I had found something. I admit it was not my best self during the weeks after, obviously. And I was so focused on my own pain. Okay. All right, you're right. No, it pain. was something romantic or sexual. Yeah. A few days ago, he said he wanted to break up because he couldn't handle the stress of the relationship. And if a relationship isn't easy, then that's not worth it. That's bullshit. That's, that's bullshit. That's, that's what bullshit. I'm saying. I'm like anti this guy. I know that you want to play devil's advocate, but he's acting like a child. He's not acting like a man in his 30s. But, at, you know, at the same time, what's the difference? Um, but... It's, this is just, it's just ridiculous. He, either he's using this as an out because he wants to pursue something with this other woman. Maybe. Which is super messed up. Or he's just really that immature. But what he is saying is that relationships should be easy and he's not willing to put in the work. She deserves someone who will put in the work because she puts in the work. You're right. So to this girl, I say, dump him. You're only, what is she, 31? Yeah, 31. You're young as hell, girl. You're like yeah, that's just not the problem. now entering. That's not the problem. No, you're just like, no, you're just now entering like one of the best times of your life. Fuck this guy. No, here's where I, she's heartbroken. She's already invested two years in this guy. I really, really, really strongly believe in the power of making things work. But the fact that he doesn't even see the value in working to make a relationship work that's, I guess that's the red line that I, even devil's advocating can't find an excuse for. 
Exactly. I'm telling her to leave because I know he's not going to do the work. Boy, bye. Literally, boy, bye. Like, girl, you're – the thing is, I know – um, and I've had this conversation often with women, unfortunately. They're like, I can't be single at 28. And I'm like, what? Like, yes, Why? you can. You – it's not about being single or partnered. It's about being happy. Yeah, but why can't you be single at 28? What are you missing out on if you're single at 28? What's Dude, it's a it's about the schedules. It's about <laughs> the schedules. But they're bullshit. <laughs> the schedules are bullshit, but we have been socialized as women to accept them as law. They're I uh, I don't Okay, I'm coming from a very, very privileged position here where I don't have to, um, I guess, contend with any of this. I just don't get it. I feel like if I wasn't happy in my relationship, I wouldn't be in it. No, I know. And I'm I'm also the same way. I have no problem just being like, well, got to prioritize my prioritize my own happiness. You know, I've I've dropped even like friendships based on that. I'm like, nope, I can't have this energy in my life. Goodbye. Yes. Um, do we want to do one more? Sure, let's do one more. Let's go Last to one. hot instead of controversial. Okay. Was that one controversial? Uh, yeah, apparently. What? The answer's so clear. Cake is asked. But she's in love with him. I know. Oh, my God. That's the thing. She's, she did say, it's hard when you're on the inside. Yep. Isn't that the case? It, it is. It is. I, I don't. Where's that? This that line from Bojack Horseman. Um, when you're wearing rose-colored glasses, all the red flags look pink. They're just. Well, all the red flags are just flags. My God, that hurts. That freaking show. Anyway, I hate that show. I know. Oh. My thirty-two male wife. 28 female, has been cheating on me with a co-worker. Wants forgiveness, but didn't stop until I find out. Until I found out. Should I forgive? My wife had been having booty calls with her friend for some time now. Her constant hiding... What the hell? <laughs> her constant hiding of messages and closing her laptop when I'm around make me sus- made me suspicious. So I snooped. I love that. I love that. Just straight up confession. I snooped. Like, you know what? Yeah. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> yeah, this person's just like, fuck this. I snooped. Good. Snoop away. Fucking good. All right. Great. She has agreed that she has been unfaithful, but wants to save our marriage. I was ready to give her a second chance, but then I realized she cheated on me multiple times. And if I hadn't found out that she might have kept going on top of that, she hasn't unfriended the guy yet. It assures me she will, but wants to process everything. I asked her to think it over. I asked her to think it over what slash who she really wants. But now I'm having second thoughts because if she wasn't going to end it until I caught her, is it really worth giving her a second chance? It's not like she cheated once and came back to me for forgiveness. She kept on going. Advice, please. Are these two women? Uh, no, this is posted by a man. The man is writing this about the yes. woman. Okay. Um, my dude, my, 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 this poor guy. There is one circumstance that I see very clearly as to how this marriage could be saved. 
Okay. Explore, with the help of a therapist, the possibility of non-monogamy. That is the only situation where, okay, I am very much in, uh, as a pro-monogamy person, Mm -hmm. I know that you're not strictly pro I am not, but I am monogamous. You are monogamous, but you would you you would be open to exploring other types of relationships yes, no? yes yeah yes okay yeah i was like i was like is there a word that just like a, like a blanket word i don't know non-monogamy um yeah like, okay yeah you would be, yeah i'm like what's the opposite of monogamy anyway <laughs> so um so you would be open to it. Oh, yeah. uh, I personally would not be. So cheating is just an unacceptable one hit kill to me. But you are right. That's me where I know myself. Mm-hmm. We don't know these people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if both but, parties are happy yes. with it, fine. Otherwise, shushu, take it away. Otherwise, dude, you need to dump her. <laughs> like, just, just, I'm <laughs> like, move on. There is a woman out there who will, who wants, who will want to be monogamous with you, mm-hmm. who will treasure you, mm-hmm. and you guys can build a really happy relationship mm-hmm. together. But the problem is, is that if she were interested in um, non monogamy mm-hmm. or an open relationship, mm-hmm. she should have brought that up instead of breaking his freaking heart yes. and cheating on him. Yes, 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 yes. 100%. The lying, the cheating, the backstabbing, the going behind anyone's back, the lying. And like leaving someone else without the knowledge that they need to make a decision about the relationship is bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. And you know, um, this guy is actually being trying to be very understanding and forgiving. But I do question if it's worth it because she is taking advantage of that. (sighs) She's take she like he gave her an inch and she crawled all over it. She's like, I'm not gonna unfriend this guy from Faith. What? What are you processing with him as your friend? Unfriend him and then go to your bedroom and process. Like, just (laughs) get it together. But this dude, like, genuinely, he should find someone who would appreciate him if he. The thing is, like, I, I. I would believe that non-monogamy could be an answer if he wasn't so betrayed and heartbroken. Yeah. If it's something that she just brought up, like in a heart-to-heart, fine. Like that's totally her right. You should trust your partner enough to discuss these things Absolutely. with them. But it's not what she did. No. And she's in the wrong for that. She is. She's, a, she's an asshole. She, she broke his heart. She is an asshole. Also, girl, with your coworker in the That's office in not this economy, wise not in this economy. <laughs> in this economy, when jobs are few and far between, girl. Oh my god! But not only that, like, oh, how awkward you have to see that person every day after you have sex with them, and they're not like your romantic like, partner. But like, ew, in a meeting in work clothes. Maybe like, no. that was the fun. <laughs> I don't know. So I'll be honest with you. I've never really been into like coworker romances. That's not a trope that speaks to me. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I totally get that. I hear you. Um. So, I mean, I leave. I'm sorry. Leave her. 
Unless you also want to be yeah, banging other her. people, in which case, talk about it. I don't. I know, but it's the heartbreak. It's the heartbreak. You can move past heartbreak. But, like, it takes. It depends. I'm saying that it's possible, but it also takes a lot of work and both partners being, you know, willing and able to discuss every single aspect of what this is. So you have to relive it first before you recover from it. And it's if you want to and you think that you can learn to trust her again, great. But if you think that this is going to be like because they're both super young, too, right? Like he's what did I tell you? He's in his 30s and she's 28. Yeah, they're both very young. Yeah, like you're both super young. So like, is this going to be a the rest of your marriage is going to suck or you're going to like try to hang on for like five more years before? Like if it's going to end regardless over this, end it now because it'll hurt more later. I agree. That's the thing. It's You're right. People can get over heartbreak. But the mixture of heartbreak, backstabbing, and betrayal is kind of a really tough one for this poor guy to get over, I yeah. think. And it's going to be really hard for him to, like, ensure that no resentment will ever pop up again. I don't think that's realistic. She done messed up. Yeah. She done messed up. She done messed up. Sorry, bro. Sorry. That sucks. It just sucks. I'm sorry that people are like that, actually. I cannot fathom ever wanting to hurt or ever, like, even doing anything to hurt another person like that. I know. I know. Like, sorry, dude. I can't even. I can't. I can't even hurt people normally. Jeez, forget backstabbing. I know. <laughs> like, I know. My God. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plot twist. I'm like this. I'm like the softest little baby. Even though I'm being kind of a jerk this episode. Well, we kind of have relationships are really, 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 really hard. And I think that I'm having a hard time kind of taking a hard stance on these relationships because, I mean, I've been with my partner for nine years and we have been through woo, <laughs> nine years worth of problems, you know? And we always Yeah, I know, but they, they don't all stem. Yeah, they don't, but yeah, I know, Nude, but like, they're not the problems that we just touched upon. No, 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 no. They're not. And they're not to this extent. Okay. But also... There are some problems that can be tackled with ease. And others that are more complex. You, you will have problems. Yes, but not um, insurmountable. No, never so, insurmountable, but partly not insurmountable because... I mean, there were there were absolutely situations where I would like go back and talk to my roommate and be like, yo, like my boyfriend of however many months did said I found out whatever. And she'd be like, oh, my God, leave him. And I'm like, I'm I don't feel like this particular issue is big enough for me to leave him over. And I, I obviously don't want to give specifics here because Mike's privacy is also, you know, crucially important to me. And while I have the world's biggest mouth and I will readily put my yeah. foot inside it on a regular basis, Mike isn't like that. Um, the thing is, what this really comes down to is everybody has their own set of standards yes. for what is acceptable and what isn't. Exactly. And what we need to do is respect each other's standards and boundaries. Yes. That's yep. pretty much it. 
Yep. But there are some things that you would be in these situations and some of them like this dude i think he would be better off leaving her but also we acknowledge that the only reason we can say that is because we're outside of the situation and i don't love either of these people so yeah um from an outsider's perspective which sometimes actually will say is the best perspective to get because they are not bogged down by the emotions and i think that's why people post on our relationships probably true yeah, so sometimes it's the best perspective and for some I stand by everything. Every I stand by every rude thing I said in this episode. <laughs> uh yeah, and I stand by everything I said in this episode, although was I rude? No, but you stand by every devil you advocated for while I was dialing 911. I I I stand by my devil's advocating. I do. Um I'm still a little shooketh by some of the things that we've read. I'm a little shooketh by a specific thing that we read. But the 47-year-old stepfather? <laughs> I am so shooketh. I don't know. Like, I think that it really struck me because I, I didn't have an immediate opinion because I was just this. Like this, you know, when you just... You, yeah. It's just... <laughs> it's like pushing a needle into a balloon. Yeah, it's a lot. Holy shit. It's a lot. Part of me is like, you made this up for points. Another part of me is like, I'm going to punch your 47-year-old stepfather myself. I'm like, just give me your address. Don't worry about it. I mean, I'm pretty sure that there are other 47-year-old muscled men who, you know, do a good job with their dicks. I'm sure. I'm sorry. Are are muscles like a like a rare commodity? Can these people get it together? It doesn't have to be your freaking stepdad. No, there's muscles all over the place. Best place to find muscles? Join a gym. Exactly. Like don't. (laughs) Like, I still do think that was like an incredible abuse of power. I don't think nineteen year olds are quote unquote. Well, they're certainly adult, but not as an adult as a 47-year-old, and that was really what the problem was. Yeah. And I say this as someone who does not mind an age difference, to a point. Uh, I like an age difference. Yeah, but like in reality or in media? No, like in general. Like my dad is 12 years older than my mom, right? So it's super, super, super normal to me. Mike is five years older than I am, which is actually younger than... I had idealized, like in my mind. When I was in, when we were in high school, you mm. guys always told me that I would end up with someone older than me. Do you I still, still suspect that? this? Yeah. How much older are we talking? Like, do I need to enroll in Medicare? <laughs> um, I like eight to ten years. I like eight to ten years. For me or in general? In general. I think that's a good age gap between a grown woman and most men. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny because like I am very suspicious of age gaps for the most part, but only when I sense a power imbalance. Yeah, that's Um, the thing. I don't think that I would have any suspicion of a power imbalance in any relationship you're in, partly because you're very hyper aware and partly because, as our friend Tic Tac at the beginning of the episode said, some women are a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, also, like, if there were a power imbalance, you would protect me from that, I feel like. Oh, um, duh. 
Yeah. <laughs> you're, you, would, you, would fly over. you would fly over. Whatever partner you end up introducing me to is getting no devil's advocacy, no gentleness. Oh, thank God. I don't want you to be devil's advocate with some dude. Oh, I'm no, the no. devil. I'm the devil you're supposed to be advocating for. Yo, speaking of the devil you're supposed to be advocating for, every single time I go to my mother, my mother, my mama, I go to my mama with like a complaint about Mike. And you know what she tells me, this woman? Hmm. That poor boy be nice to him. (laughs) Um, Nude, I don't want to get into... uh the way we treat men in the Middle East because that has its own <laughs> He doesn't have to be Arab, but uh, by God, he is a man. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was fun. That was good. That, that was like intense. That was a little intense. <laughs> it wasn't intense. I was just like, whatever, I don't know these people. We have like one Archie Andrews-esque dude. Oh. We have... We have, I don't know, like a situation where I'm ready to call the cops. I'm um, so concerned. <laughs> we have a lot of heartbreak at the end, which is sad. sad. Very sad. Just sad. And we just had one situation where we need to remind people that you can't always just help people. Just You can't hold someone's hand through something and expect them to move faster than they would alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just be patient. Be tender. Be kind. Everybody be patient and kind. And honestly, you don't have to go out into the world and experiment on real people to try to figure out who you are and what you want to be. Yeah. Do some self-reflection and is is a powerful tool and will make you a great partner. That is my pro tip. It's very, very, very true. And in failing to be your absolute best self, Be honest about which parts of yourself are emerging, why they're emerging, where they came from, and how you can grow past them. Exactly. And if you're really struggling, because God knows, Nude and I understand, therapy is an excellent tool. Blessed therapy. (laughs) Yeah, I think when you know who you are, so many things in life become clearer to you. Read a book. Read a book. Read so many books. Do you want book recommendations? I will give them to you. Um, Actually, I think that I can, when we post our book episode, I think I'll hand the Instagram off to you to post about books. I certainly will post about books because I love a good book. Who doesn't? A lot of people. (laughs) They just haven't found the right one. That's what I always say. I think there is a book out there for everybody. If you are interested in being a better partner, there are certainly books by social workers and therapists out there that Mm -hmm. can help you. Mm -hmm. Um, If you just want to explore other facets of your mind, go read a romance novel. Mm -hmm. Don't be ashamed. of your mind and body. See, I said people like to be delicate, and this is a clear example of where I want to be delicate. It's okay. I got you. Um, um, But yeah, I think there is no shame in, in looking for resources. Probably one of the worst things you can do is, is um, be like Tic Tac and want to 
just try it out with someone because you're forgetting that that someone is another person. Amen. And you don't want to hurt them. Don't hurt people, guys. That's the that is the moral of this episode. Yeah. That's a good moral. I'm good with that. Yeah, just don't hurt people. Try to be the best. You will make mistakes, but try to be the best. If you're trying to be better today than you were yesterday, you're doing a good you are job. On the right track. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I think that that means that I have to take us into our outro. Yeah. Well, damn. That means that I have to exit out of Reddit and scroll and find it. <laughs> <laughs> just more, more for Mike to cut out. This has been yet another episode of Don't Tell Baba. We hope you enjoyed it and hope you'll stick around for more. Our music is by Ahmad on Fiverr. His username is ch6k0r. Post-production is done by my husband, Mike. Thanks, Ahmad and Mike. For more shenanigans, find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Baba Pod. And if you want to drop us a line, call us at 530-32-HADAM. That's 530 42726. See you next week. And remember, don't tell Baba. Don't tell Baba. Go tell our relationships, apparently. <laughs> Just not Baba. Mm-mm. Love you, Shu. Love you, Nude. Love you all. Love you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>